This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Father, we thank you because you reign forevermore. You are our God and you reign forevermore. We praise you forever and ever. Thank you for being in our presence right now. Thank you for gathering us at your feet. And we thank you, Lord, because as we gather here, we will learn of you. You will open our understanding. You will reach out to us. You will speak to us in a language our hearts will understand. Thank you, Lord, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please be seated. When I was given the shocking news that I'll be standing here today, my whole system shut down. Everything got disorganized. But I thank God that our God is the creator. He is the recreator. He is repackaging me. He's still in the process of repackaging me. And he's the one that will talk to us today. And he's going to talk to us about wisdom. The God of wisdom will talk to us about wisdom. So I'll be reading from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 to 9. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 to 9. Verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Wisdom. What is it? What is wisdom? Ability to effectively and efficiently apply knowledge and intelligence to achieve the desired results to your advantage. If you achieve the results and they're not to your advantage, it won't be considered as wisdom. Another way we could define or describe wisdom would be the ability to know what to do when you don't know what to do. Or the ability to know what to say when you don't know what to say. Psalm 111 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So wisdom has a beginning. We're not born with it. It starts at some point. Proverbs 4 chapter 5 says, Get wisdom. Wisdom is something we get. We have to strive for it and work for it. Proverbs 4 chapter 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the main thing we need 
to make a success of ourselves on this side of eternity. James chapter 3 verse 17 describes wisdom. And you know there is is an air of purity around the person that is wise. The wise people, they're peaceable. They're gentle. They're easy to be entreated. They don't throw tantrums. You don't get angry, too angry that you can't um, console them. They're full of mercy. They're full of good fruits, fruits of the spirit. We need more of those people among us. I want to be a person like that. And I'm sure you want to be a person like that. May God himself give us wisdom. Amen. What is wisdom not? Many times we mistake wisdom for intelligence. Sometimes we mistake wisdom for knowledge. They're all on the way to wisdom. They're not wisdom. Knowledge minus God, automatic, is foolishness. Intelligence minus God, that's automatic, it's foolishness. Psalm 14 verse 1 says to us, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. And Jesus told us the story of the rich fool. Well, he wasn't called a rich fool. In Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 20, Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 20, then he spoke a parable to them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do? since I have no room to store my crops. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. 20. But God said to him, Fool, This night, your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? This man here, he had all the knowledge to have a very big farm. He had the intelligence as well to enlarge his cause, to increase what he had been doing. He was a success at what he has been doing. But why was he a fool? Because God was not brought into that equation. God was not brought into his equation. He had provided so much, but he wouldn't be there to enjoy it. That made him a fool. So, knowledge plus God. Is it automatically wisdom? Knowledge plus God is wisdom, but is it automatic? I guess we'll find out very soon. Matthew chapter 25 Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Matthew 25, 1 to 13. I'll read from here because my version is the old, old King James Version because I'm very old. So I like to read that version. So I'll read this one. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. 
while the bridegroom tarried, they all stumbled and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us all of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. Go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But the answer But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. This was a parable told by Jesus. He's telling us the parable today. And you know, Jesus would um, describe heavenly things using earthly things. So he was um, telling us the parable of ten virgins here. They were all virgins, all ten of them. They were virgins. So we can liken it to Christians. All 10 of them were Christians. All 10 of them had lamps. So which means all 10 of them had the word of God. All 10 of them had the knowledge of the word of God. I mean, the, the word of God is a lamp, isn't it, to our feet and a light to our path. So all 10 of them had the word. And then all 10 of them, as at the time they were starting out, had oil in their lamps. So they all had the spirit of God to start out. Christians with the word of God, with the spirit of God to, th- to start out. But I guess they thought, maybe like you and I would think, hmm, I have well enough, full tank. It will take me to Glasgow and back. Not thinking there could be an accident. There could be some traffic jam. There could be one thing or the other. But the wise virgins, what made them wise? They had a full oil, or a lamp filled with oil, but they had an extra vessel with them. And they put that oil in it. They were all going when they were all going, assuming it was all bright, all 10 of them had lamps all shining bright. Everybody was going. Everybody was happy and as they were going. And you know, at some point, the lamps of the foolish ones would have died out and the light in the place would go dim. And you know, they would be the first one to say, ah, in uh, 2001, when we started here, in 1998, when we started in FOL, ah, there was so much love. They will be the ones, their own lamp as the one that is gone out. They will be the ones, why is it so dim now? Why is it, because they're only going on the other lamps of the, old, the five wise ones. May God make us wise. Amen. After all, they all slept. When they woke up, that was when they realized that they couldn't trim their lamps. May we not wait too long. May we be wise. The wise virgins, they took their lamps filled it with oil, and took extra oil. May the Lord give us that extra oil that we need to be wise. May he help us to apply our hearts according to wisdom. The wise ones applied the knowledge and the intelligence they had to whatever information they had, and they were wise. There was a case of a king in 2 Kings chapter 13, verses... 14 to 19. I won't read all those verses. I will only read 2 King chapter 13, verse 19, because of our time. 2 King, Kings chapter 13, verse 19. And the man of God was wroth with him and said, 
Thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hast thou smitten Syria till thou hast consumed it. Whereas now thou wast my Syria only thrice, only three times. There was this king of Israel, Joash was his name. And he had been enjoying all the benefits of having Elisha around. You know, as we enjoy the benefits of having men of God around. You know, when they're around, there's a confidence you have. Yeah, pastor is here. You know everything is going to be all right. So Elisha was there, and he knew that, yes. But this time, at this time, this king, he had the knowledge that Elisha was sick, and he might die. And then he had the intelligence to go to Elisha to hear whatever instruction he would give him so that he will continue to be successful as a king. So when he got to Elisha, Elisha said, pick up your bow, pick up your arrow, open the east window and shoot that arrow. He got the arrow, he shot it. And then Elisha said, pick up the bag that has the rest of the arrows in them and bang it on the floor. And he banged first time, second time, third time, and he stopped. Why didn't he continue banging till Elisha says, that's enough? And he did that. He had done everything so well. But the wisdom to carry it through, he didn't have. And the man of God became angry with him. On his dying bed, you're only going to have victory three times. We will not be limited in Jesus' name. The wisdom we, we need so that we won't be limited. Full wisdom that we need, the Lord will grant it to us. In Jesus' name. That was that king. He wasn't wise enough in his decisions. Why do we need wisdom? Why do we need wisdom? There's so many reasons why we need wisdom. The first one we will look into would be to manage your time. I was um, happy this morning when our pastor quoted First Chronicles 12.32. I was like, oh, wow, the spirit is one. Because I had it already penned down here. First Chronicles 12, 32. First Chronicles 12, 32. It, it speaks about the children of Issachar, that they understood. They understood the times and how to manage their time. You know, time is the only thing, once it's gone, you can't replace it. Once it's gone, you can't get it back. You can't get it. If somebody wastes an hour of your time, that's it gone for eternity. Think of the birthday you had this year or will have this year. That age, you're not coming back to it. That's you spending that age. That's it going. What time is it now? What time is it right now? I guess you're looking at your wristwatches or your phones. (laughs) That's the time as in today. If you have a lifespan of 70 or 90 or 120 years, what's the time? What time is it? The wisdom to manage that time, may the Lord give it to us. We need wisdom to manage our time. The psalmist says in Psalm 90 verse 12, Lord, teach me to number my days that I might apply my heart unto wisdom. May the Lord teach us to number our days. Why do we need wisdom? To get vision. We need wisdom to get vision. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people do what? The people perish. May the Lord give us wisdom. Many times, the problem is we're looking. We keep looking. We're always looking, but we don't see. And we need that revelation 
for the revolution that is going to happen in our lives. For us to have that revelation, we, we need wisdom. May the Lord give it to us. Amen. Why do we need wisdom? To plan your meals. Why do we need wisdom? To plan your meals. Jesus said, I am the bread of life in John six forty eight. You are what you eat, the experts say. So what are you eating? What are you feeding your eyes? What are you feeding your ears? What are you feeding to your senses? What are you sniffing at? Because you are what you eat. And whatever it is you're feeding into your senses is what will make you. That's what your system will become. So you need wisdom to be selective at what you feed your eyes, what you listen to, what you even put into your mouth, what is it on your skin, and what it is you're sniffing at. They used to say when we were growing up, if you don't want to eat it, don't sniff at it. So we need that wisdom to plan all those things that we're feeding into our senses. Why do we need wisdom? To fulfill destiny. We need wisdom to fulfill our destiny. Matthew 26, 26. That was Jesus speaking there. Jesus is our perfect example when he came to this world to fulfill his destiny of our salvation plan. He said to the disciples, this is my body broken for you. On our way to destiny, there is going to be some breaking. There is going to be some crushing. There is going to be some squeezing for you to be able to bring out that nice, smell that the Lord wants you to have, there is going to be some squeezing. You know what gold goes through before it becomes beautiful? It goes through a lot of burning. It goes through the furnace. There is going to be all that on your way to getting to your destiny. You need the wisdom to hang in there when you do not want to anymore. You need that wisdom to keep carrying on. When you don't want to carry on, when you don't feel like carrying on anymore, when you just want to just forget about it. But we need wisdom to keep staying in there so that we will fulfill destiny. The Lord will give it to us. Why do we need wisdom? To choose our friends. We need wisdom to choose our friends. Proverbs 13 verse 20. Proverbs 13 Verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. We will not be destroyed in Jesus' name. And we want to look into Psalm 119, verse 63. Psalm 119, verse 63. I am a companion of all them that fear the Lord, I'm paraphrasing now, and of them that keep thy precepts. I am a companion of them that fear the Lord. Look into you. Who are the five people that are closest to you? Just think about it. The five people that are closest to you, they're going to shape your life for the next five years. They're going to shape your life for the next ten years. They're going to be who you will be because that, those are the five people that you're closest to. So when you got off the phone 
that one hour phone call with your friend, did you feel energized and motivated or did you feel drained? May God give us wisdom to choose those that are close to us. We need wisdom. Who needs wisdom? We all need wisdom. Children need wisdom. Samuel was wise when he was a little boy in the house of Eli. And the Lord reached out to him. David was wise in the kingdom of Saul. The Bible says he behaved himself wisely. And even the king was afraid of him. So as children, we need wisdom. As adults, we need wisdom. When we become adults, that's the time we make so many decisions. So we need our wisdom. The Lord will give it to us to make all those decisions. As students, we need wisdom. As employees, we need wisdom. As employers, we need wisdom. I'm going to get a little bit more specific right now. Who needs wisdom? Our leaders need wisdom. Our daddy, Papa Deboye, he needs the wisdom to manage the whole of RCCG worldwide. And looking into our, our fellowship here, we thank God for our leadership here, excellent leadership. We thank God for our pastor, and we thank God for the way he's leading us. But I would like to look at us, the lead. We are like the animals in Noah's ark. There's the sheep. There's the goat. There's the elephant. The ant. The lion. And the snake sliding around. And there's the monkey hopping around as well. All in the ark. Our leaders need wisdom to bring all those personalities together in unity. And to keep us focused on our heavenward journey. Oh, we need to pray for our leaders. We need to celebrate them more than we do right now. Hebrews 13, 17. Hebrews 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Thank you. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch over your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable to you. So we want our leaders to lead us with joy. And we want their leadership over us to be profitable to us. So may God give our leaders wisdom. Who needs wisdom? Parents. Proverbs 22, 6, we all know it. Train a child in the way he should go. And when they grow up, they will not depart from it. I think we need that more these days. I mean, in our days, when the children were little, everything was kind of straightforward. Most things was lining up with the things in the Bible. But nowadays, we really, really need wisdom to bring our children up in the way of the Lord and that they're not confused. We need them to know the things of God and we don't want them to be confused because every other thing out there is contrary to the things of God. We were learning last Sunday about that when we were growing up, we only knew two genders. And we need to teach it to our children that God created man in his own image. In his own image created he him. Male and female created he them. And that's what it is. And God will help us to to let it sink into our children what the truth is. God will give us parents that wisdom we need to teach our children and to help them grow in the way of the Lord. Who needs wisdom? Husbands. 
the head of the home. The husband is the head of the home. The head has the eyes. So you need vision for the family. The head has the ears. You need to hear from the Lord, from the family. You're managing the children and you're managing the wife. So when you say to her, what's the matter? And she goes, I don't know. Or you say, what is it? And she says, nothing. There's a lot of something behind that nothing. And you need wisdom to get out all the something and to solve the problem. Husbands, receive that wisdom right now in Jesus' name. Who needs wisdom? Wives. Proverbs 14, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. Every wise woman, woman buildeth her house, but the foolish, foolish plucketh it down with her hands. We will be wise women in Jesus' name. We need to build our own home with wisdom, bring up the children, and manage the husband as well. And you know with the husband, it has to be reasonable. It has to make sense. It has to be logical. Especially when he's staring at that TV screen. You know, you need the wisdom to be able to get him from it and know what to say at the right time, know what to do at the right time, know how to be on his page, know how to speak his language. Oh, wives, we do need wisdom, don't we? Receive it now in Jesus' name. (laughs) Who needs wisdom? The church. As a church, we need wisdom. Jesus knew the importance of it. He said, I'm sending you out. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, he said, I'm sending you out as sheep among the wolf. Be ye wise as serpents and harmless as a dove. And he has given us a mandate when Jesus was living. He said, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. So we need that wisdom to preach the gospel. Here in Aberdeen, we need the wisdom to reach out to people in Aberdeen. We need that wisdom to bring them in. Bring them into the field, into the fold of God. May God give us that wisdom, even as a church. Benefits of wisdom. Benefits of wisdom. Wisdom will give you honor. When you're a wise person, you will be honored. Wisdom will make you efficient. You would use less talking, less money, less time, less effort, less energy to achieve great results when one is wise. May God give us that wisdom. Wisdom to be efficient. When we are wise, we are efficient. What are the benefits of wisdom? Wisdom keeps us out of trouble. Because you will know what to do at the right time. What not to do at the right time. You know what to say and what not to say. When to speak and when to keep quiet. Wisdom will do that for you. Wisdom promotes friendship, promotes fellowship, and it promotes unity. Wisdom brings the right justice. Just like in the day of Solomon, when there was a baby and two mummies. Who owns the child? Those were the days when there was no DNA. 
Now it's really easy. You just do the DNA. And then we know who the mother is. But then there was no DNA. But it took the wisdom of God for Solomon to be able to know who the mother was of, among the two women. That wisdom is still bringing the right justice even today. Wisdom helps you fulfill destiny. Wisdom is what will help you fulfill your destiny. May the Lord give it to us. Amen. How do we get wisdom? How do we get wisdom? If you need to buy a car, where do we go? We go to the car dealer. We test drive it, we look at it, and we get the one that we like. If we need to buy groceries, we go to the grocery store. As that seems, Morrison, whichever one we shop at. When you need wisdom, go to the origin of wisdom. Go to wisdom himself, our Lord, and ask for it. Go to wisdom and ask for it. James chapter 1 verse 5 James chapter 1 verse 5 If any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraided not and it shall be given to him Wisdom will be given to us today in Jesus name How do we get wisdom Establish a relationship with God and grow in that relationship. To establish a relationship with God means to get born again. To grow in that relationship means to stay born again. So we need to be born again and stay born again to be wise. Remember wisdom minus God, I'm sorry, knowledge minus God is foolishness. So to be wise, we need to be born again. How do we get wisdom? Study the word. How do we get wisdom? Study the word. John chapter 1 verse 1. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. How far back do you want to go in the search of wisdom? John chapter 1 verse 1. So we need to get in the word. The word of God is quick. The word of God is alive. It's not like reading a novel or reading a newspaper. When you read the word of God, it will come to you. It will quicken you. The word is alive. It is powerful. There's power in the word. The word is sharp. It will slash right through you. If you need wisdom... Get in the word. Stay in the word. Meditate in it day and night. His, and his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law, does he do what? Meditate day and night. You want wisdom? Get into the word of God. And the Lord will give it to us. How do we get wisdom? Spend time in prayer. Jesus said in John 18, 1, Men ought to pray and not to faint. That means we need to pray and don't get tired of praying. Pray without ceasing, the Bible says. Pray without stopping. Pray all the time. When prayer becomes a habit, wisdom becomes a lifestyle. Make prayer your habit. You have things that you do, things that are your habit, make prayer one of them, and God will help us. That spirit of prayer, God will put it in us. 
to pray to him. And remember when you're praying, it's not just you coming in the morning, ticking the box, yes, I've prayed today, or I've come, Jesus, um, thank you for waking me up this morning, and today I need this, and I need that, and while you're doing, in the process of doing that, remember that I need this other thing, and you say it all, and you leave the place, no. Prayer is a communication. You're speaking to the Lord, and the Lord is speaking to you. Make sure it's a communication between you and the Lord. The Lord himself will teach us to pray. You know, that was the prayer of the disciples. When Jesus was talking to him, he said, Lord, teach us to pray. The Lord will teach us to pray. How do you get wisdom? Spend time alone. You know, many times it's just so noisy around us. Everything is around us, especially in these times of technology. The music has to be going, or you have to be listening to something, and something just has to be happening somewhere. But God needs me time with you. He needs a me time with you. We can see it all through the generations. Starting from our father Abraham, the Lord said to him, get out of your land, get out of your father's house to a place that I will show you. Abraham had to come out and be alone with God. Remember when he had the sacrifices, how God will come to him and give him those promises? You need wisdom, you need to spend quality time alone with God like Abraham did. Jacob, he had to get out of the house as well. And when he got to Bethel, he was there alone. And the Lord came to him. He woke up and he said, oh, the Lord was in this place. And I didn't know. We need alone time. Moses said, oh, I will step aside and look at this strange thing. He stepped aside alone there. He saw that bush that was burning Oh, wow, this is strange. The bush was, bush was burning, but it wasn't burning to ashes. And the Lord spoke to him because he was there alone with God. You know we need that time. God needs us. He's waiting. He's looking at us as we're getting busy with so many other things, which is not him, like matter, getting busy with so many things, assuming we know what God wants us to do. But God just wants us to spend quality time with him like Mary did. And he said to mother, see, Mary is wise. She has chosen the better thing. May God make us wise like that. David spoke in Psalm 91 verse 1. He spoke about the secret place. David spoke about that secret place. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, David was alone in the, sheep, in the field. He was alone with the sheep. And see how many Psalms he wrote. 150 Psalms David wrote. He was there alone with the Lord. He was able to understand the things of God when he spent alone time with the Lord. He spent alone time in the secret place. You know that secret place is like the bedroom. When we look at the rooms in the house, when you want to entertain people, you want to make a lot of noise, you stay out in the living room. But when you have some important things to discuss... You go into the quiet of the bedroom. And you know when you get into the secret place, you get some things from the Lord that other people don't get. From the secret place, that's where David was called to come to the throne. He was there watching the sheep. And Samuel said, we will not sit down if you do not bring him. He was there in his secret place. 
May God help us to spend quality time with the Lord so that the deep of the Lord will reach out to the deep in us and we'll be able to understand the mysteries of God that he's waiting, he's eager to reveal unto us. You know God still wants to have that quality time with us. God still needs us to be in the secret place and we want to start experimenting it right now. Brethren, let us stand up before the Lord. Let us stand up and go into that secret place. You know, the first step is to establish a relationship with God. So if you are not yet born again, tell Jesus to come into your heart. If you say it and you mean it, he will come in and you will feel him. Let's just bow our heads and be in the presence of the Lord. If you are saved, renew your vows. Tell the Lord, I will continue to love you. I will continue to be with you for the rest of my days, Lord. I will be yours. I need you in my life to be with me. Speak to the Lord. He's listening to you. You have his attention right now. He wants to give you wisdom, the wealth, the miseries of the kingdom. He wants to reveal them to you. Ask for the knowledge, knowledge that you will apply unto wisdom. Lord, give me your knowledge. Help me to get into your word. Help me to go deep into your word so that I will get that wisdom. Oh Lord, help me, Lord, to choose my friends wisely. Let me be a companion of them that fear you, Lord, so that I will get closer to you. Oh Father, Lord, I need your wisdom. Give me that wisdom, God. That wisdom that is first pure, that is first pure, that is peaceable, that is easy to entreat, that is gentle. Lord, plant your wisdom in me. Plant your wisdom in me, oh God. Give me that wisdom that is full of mercy. Give me that wisdom that is full of good fruits. So that the fruits of the Spirit will ooze out of me. The fruits of joy, the fruits of peace. The fruits of long-suffering will be in me and grow in me, even as you plant your wisdom in my life. Give me that wisdom to keep oil in my lamp and have extra oil for the journey so that I won't run dry in my Christian journey. I need that extra oil in my lamp, oh God. The wisdom to make a success of my destiny. The wisdom to make a success of my Christianity. Oh Lord, plant your wisdom even into my heart. Give me oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp. I pray. Give me oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Give me oil in my lamp. Burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Amen.
For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.